Welcome to the Queen Player, a lifestyle podcast. Get inspired by our latest tips and information about small business, entrepreneurship, natural hair, travel, food, and even relationships. Stay tuned for another great episode. I am your host, Renee Patrice. Welcome back. Um, whew, it's a whole different world that we're living in right now. Um, <laughs> I don't even know really what to say behind any of this. Um, definitely on this whole self-quarantine lockdown situation. Well, I can't even say self-quarantine. It's pretty much a lockdown. Um, there's no gatherings over. 10 people or just even in general now I think that was actually two days ago I think that's actually changed now but I officially have not been outside um in like four days I think this is going on day five now um but I got my I got maybe three different grocery deliveries because I had to go to three different places well online went to three different places online to have (laughs) one place didn't have stuff so I got it from another place and then that place didn't have stuff so I got like three sets of deliveries and they're they've all come so I'm well stocked up I'm probably um pretty much well stocked up for about I would say six weeks or so could probably stretch it out to a couple of months um if need be hopefully that will not be the case but I wanted to get on here and talk to my fellow business owners, small business owners, especially entrepreneurs, um, you know, everything that we do, we got to make it happen for ourselves. You know, we have to go out and get the gig, go out and seek, you know, the potential client and all of that. You know, my clients right now are struggling because I have a great, uh, percentage of clients who are in the food industry and if you've been paying attention to anything in the food industry restaurants are suffering right now the food industry folks restaurants caterers all that sort of stuff they are suffering right now because all of you know bartenders waitresses everything they have to shut down their dining rooms so there is no I'm sneezing. Look at that. And I'm, I think I'm going to leave that in the recording too. <laughs> I'm going to get to that. I'm going to get to that in a minute. That is so funny. Oh my God. I think I'm going to leave it in the recording <laughs> just so I can go back and listen to it. And y'all can get a laugh out of that. <laughs> that is so crazy. Oh my gosh. I will get to that while I'm sneezing. But let me just finish what I'm saying about the, <laughs> about the restaurant workers. So the restaurant workers, caterers and all that stuff, they are really going through it. There's actually a few relief programs at that uh, out there for them. Uh, the James Beard Foundation has a relief program and there's another one as well. And, and, you know, if I get the names of everything, I'll put them in the descriptions of the podcast. But um, it's it's really rough, you know, and. I have definitely talked to clients of mine who are like, they have to suspend their services and, you know, all that sort of stuff. So that's then money out of my pocket as well, you know? So it's not something that I didn't expect. It's totally something I expected and have been trying to navigate, you know, around that. 
Um, Right now, it is extremely scary for those folks. It's extremely scary for even others in other industries who have been let go from their jobs and they don't know if they're going to, um, you know, have a job to go back to. You know, there might not even be a company for them to go back to. You know, Um, there was another chef that was on television Um, a celebrity chef and he was speaking about the fact that you know he has several restaurants um, and he has had to he's laid off I think he said 300 workers which is major that's across all of his different restaurants he's got quite a few so you know and that's a big time you know chef uh, you know a celebrity chef so can you imagine the people who just have a crew of five, you know, running a little sandwich spot or whatever the case may be. Um, people are on their hustle game. You know, I've seen a couple of chefs that have, you know, smaller storefront areas that are doing, you know, window pickup, you know, so the only thing that, that government is allowing right now, um, is allowing you to, you know, if you're a business owner in the foodie industry, you can make your food and all of that, If you, especially if you have a brick and mortar space, but you have to um, just do deliveries. You can do deliveries or you can do pickup. And so takeout is the thing now, you know, so I know that people are going to the store to buy groceries and, you know, are ordering online. But if you can support, you know, if once a week during this thing or twice a week, you can get your meal, uh, you know, from the money that you would have spent in the store, if you can spend that with these restaurants and these, you know, these small business mom and pop, you know, sandwich shops and things like that. If you can spend the money with them, that would be amazing because you're going to spend the money anyway. So spend it with them so they can stay afloat during this time because, you know, the foodie industry is just so close to my heart, you know, where that's concerned because I have so many clients in that space. So some of, some of my clients have been, you know, up for the hustle and try to make it happen. And others work for foodie organizations or caterers or restaurants, and they don't have control over the situation. So it's a, it's a really tough time right now. It really is a tough time. So let me get to (laughs) the reason why I have like these little sniffles. This is also allergy season, so spring has sprung, and it has sprung on us, those that suffer from allergies, pretty hard. So I have been on this allergy kick, you know, for the past couple of weeks or whatever. So occasionally, you know, there's a sneeze out there and whatever the case may be. And even while I'm talking right now, I've got my hand sanitizer, (laughs) you know, to, um, (laughs) to to wipe my hands and it's so funny you should see it right now I have like my phone is hanging I have like that little you know that that little thing on the back of the phone that you can hold your phone so I I'm like not even touching that too much and I have it hanging in the neck of my shirt as I do my little (laughs) if you can hear my hands doing doing this hand sanitizer oh my god we are really going through it what are we gonna do y'all we can't do this for another month I don't know this is gonna be very tough you know 
And it's so interesting because I really am a person. I love going out and doing things, but at the same time, I love my time at home. I love being in the house and just hunkering down, you know, a little Netflix, you know, that sort of thing. Like, I love that. But the fact that I cannot go, like I'm not allowed to go outside, you know, for like those type of interactions. Of course, you can go outside and walk around or even get in your car and go for a drive and come right back, you know. But the fact that we are being forbade to go, if that if that's the word, I hope that's the word. Um it just makes you more antsy and then that whole cabin fever thing starts to kick in. So I don't want to keep you guys too long. Um listen, I see a whole lot of stuff that's being posted out there that is just so crazy with the up and down numbers and all that sort of stuff. The two websites that I go to is the World World Health Organization website. So if when you see the acronym WHO, W-H-O, or go to the CDC website, which of course is the Center for Disease Control. If it's not WHO or if it's not CDC, listen... Okay, the only thing from local and federal officials, you know, city officials or whatever that I'm tuning into is the rules and regulations of what they're setting for the area in which I live. That is it. But as far as numbers of people and this, that and the other, I'm going through the CDC with that one. And I'm going with the World Health Organization on that because it just changes daily. You know, because five days ago, you can gather more than 250 people. And now two days ago, it turned into no more gatherings than 50 people. And then in the last 24, 36 hours, you know, now it's 10 people. So basically, they're really saying they don't even want that, you know, so let's be, let's be smart about what we do. Let's, this is not a time to panic. I'm definitely not in panic mode. I'm concerned, you know, I don't want to make it seem like it's so blase. Um, I think, you know, these spring breakers that are in Florida that are still running around in these packs of people, I think it's just absolutely, you know, something that is just not smart to do right now. You know, I think a lot of people have the attitude of, well, you know, people are eventually going to get sick anyway. That's not the attitude to have, because if we have a lot of people going to the hospital and medical facilities, you're going to overwhelm the hospitals and medical facilities. And the hospitals even have shortages of masks right now. You know, I was watching something, uh, a video online, and they're trying to figure out ways. This was a hospital, I think it's a hospital uh, here in Georgia where I am, and they're trying to figure out ways to prolong the, the life of the masks that they have, you know, you know, by putting another covering over it so they can, you know, you go through two, possibly three masks a day instead of eight masks a day, you know, and they said that they found a, uh, a, a manufacturer in Mexico <laughs> of all places, but it's $7 a mask. And they said, you know what, we've got to pay it because we need to keep ourselves safe from the people who are coming in sick and we need to keep the patients safe as well. So, you know, let's not get in, get in, you know, our, 
you know, everybody's a WebMD doctor and whatever. I, I definitely understand about the flu. I've had the flu before, you know, flu-like symptoms. This is uh, very similar to that, but it is certainly not the flu. You know, it has all the makings of that to a certain extent, but this is something way bigger than that. So we can't just be like, oh, it's just like the common cold. It is not. It truly is not. And the fact that there isn't an effective vaccine yet makes it even more scary. So we don't want to cause panic. And I definitely don't want to, you know, cause any panic. But what I am going to do, and I hope you will do as well, will be to be very smart about how you move around. And don't let this get you to the point where you start making bad decisions. You know, we've seen a lot of great humanitarian efforts. Um, World Kitchen, who is just phenomenal. Um, And I hope I'm getting the name right. But Chef uh, Jose Andres, this man and his team, they're doing such great things. I already uh, give to them. I donate to them every month, you know, a monthly donation that automatically gets taken from my account every single month because I just believe in everything that they do. They set up kitchens wherever. They are the folks who are feeding the folks um, who are on the cruise Uh, the Princess Cruise Line, you know, where they're docked. Um, You know, they came to the rescue for Puerto Rico. They came to the rescue for Haiti. They came to the rescue just recently for the Bahamas, you know, that the Abaco Islands that went through just a horrific, um, you know, devastation, you know. So these people are doing such great stuff. And they're not the only organizations out there, but they are definitely one that I support you know, 100% because they just do, they just show up, you know, they show up and it's just so wonderful. So, um, you know, definitely, uh, you know, find those organizations that you really trust and, um, you know, make sure that you're supporting them. And I just looked up just to make sure I got the name right. If you know the chef is celebrity chef, uh, chef Jose Andres and his organization is world central kitchen. So WCK, so world central kitchen. If you want to give to them, they are an excellent organization and they're very transparent about where the money goes and how they're using it. And the, the meals that they are preparing, these are not these canned meals. These are meals that are made with loving hands, you know, and it's just absolutely amazing. Um, the next thing I wanted to talk about really quickly um, is to our entrepreneurs, our entrepreneurs and small business owners. I know this is a tough time. This is the time to innovate. This is the time to take that online class that you've been wanting to take for the longest time. This is the time for you to create more content so that when we get out of this slump, you can push it out there and let people know, I do this, I do that, I provide this service, that service. This is the time to do that. It costs you nothing to create content. Go on Google, go into whatever your paint files, whatever, if you have Adobe, any of those things, create content so that people can know what you provide. If there's a way, if you teach classes and you can do it online, then teach those classes online. 
offer them at a, a, a cheaper price, but online. You know, um, I know there are some places that are going to keep their services going. I know there are some places that have salons, things like that. Maybe you don't have your regular walk-in traffic for your salons, but what you can do is you can say, okay, I'm taking five appointments a day and you only open for each of those appointments each day. You know what I'm saying? So let's say if you have a salon and it's you, you know, just you doing hair in the salon or nail salon or whatever it is, just have that one person and you, you know, just say, okay, you have this appointment from this time to this time. And then the next appointment from this time to this time, you know, um, this would be the time that you could even have mobile services. You know, if you're a person that does nails or does hair or whatever, you can even travel to go to people, you know, but the one thing that we want to take precaution on is that if you are sick, do not go showing up to anywhere, not even the store, order online. You know what I'm saying? Order online. But I do know there are some salons and there are some, you know, service-based places that are going to stay open because everything, no matter what you do, everything is a risk. Even if you go pick up food, that can be a risk too. Even if you go to the supermarket, it's actually more of a risk to even go into the supermarket because there's already a bunch of people there. You know what I'm saying? So, the way you can minimize the risk is the less people, the less people, the better. The less people, the better. And if you are sick, even if it's just with the common cold, don't be going out there infecting people with that because we don't need anything else out in the atmosphere right now that is going to impede on us slowing this thing down. You know, if at all that you can just stay home and not even have to do any of that stuff, then that's the best thing to do. But if you absolutely have to take all the precautions, wash your hands thoroughly, sanitize thoroughly, going, coming, in between, and all around. Make sure that you're following those directions of sanitation because I'm telling you, if more people even wash their hands just on a regular day outside of all that's going on right now, if more people wash their hands, all of the, the common cold and flu and all the things that we normally deal with on a regular day would be severely stamped down. It would go down significantly. But we as folks have such bad habits. We sneeze into our hands and then we don't wash them and then we go touch everything at lunch in a restaurant or whatever the case may be. We got to be more conscious of how you know, our, our footprint is out here in the world. And I think that this is actually teaching a lot of that, of how much we're very um, aware of the waste that we create as far as garbage and all of that. I mean, we need to be more conscious about that. And I think this is going to be, this is going to be one of those things that's going to teach us that because we weren't so concerned about it before, you know, so just be more aware and pay attention to what's going on. And of course, if it gets to the point that it's complete lockdown, we need to follow those directions, you know, um, I'm going to see what other financial stuff that I can find in the meantime. And I may do another recording, um, you know, in the next day or so, because I mean, what else? We only got time on our hands at this point. 
and I'll try to come back with some financial uh, listings, uh, you know, for the restaurant workers and also small business um, administration is supposed to be doing something for, um, you know, the small business owners and entrepreneurs as well. But of course, all those things are still being flushed out. So if I can find anything definitive online about it and, you know, do the research on it and you guys can do the research too. Google is your friend, but whatever I find, I will always share. So we only got time, you guys, we only got time. So again, this is innovation time. This is grind. People think that this is the time to lay up. No, this is the time to grind. This is the time to create all those things that you've been wanting to create for your business. This is the time to take that online class, that webinar, offer your classes online. Maybe you need to drop the price a little bit, offer, you know, whatever classes you have online, do that. You know, let's band together. We're going to get through this. Absolutely. All right. So if you want to continue the conversation with me, I am on social media at Onyx Queen Media on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Stay safe, you guys.